So we have, in the last, I guess, decades or so in this country, we have started to devalue arts in favor of English, which is very important. Don't get me wrong. Languages are important, and math. There is nothing that I don't do that isn't STEM, right? Everything from rigging to electrics to working. Uh, I use physics in the scene shop all, and material technology and all those things. There's not a thing that we don't do in the theater that isn't done by everyone else. On this season of the PG Daily, we will be taking an in-depth look at the new Center for Performing Arts facility located on the campus of Prince George's Community College. You will hear from some of the integral voices that were responsible for bringing this $88 million facility to the county. You will also hear what this facility means for the community as a whole. In today's episode of the PG Daily, you'll hear daily news, weather, and our big story of the day. Our very own David Smalls interviews Rob Barry, followed by some rapid-fire fun. And now for today's news. Hello, and welcome to Prince George's Community News. We're recording live from the new studios of Prince George's Community Radio in the brand new Center for Performing Arts on the campus of Prince George's Community College in beautiful downtown Lagro, Maryland. I'm Del Roden with today's newscast. Current weather conditions and Prince George's County. We're expecting a high temperature today at 83 degrees with about 20% chance of rain in the area, dropping down to 67 degrees tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies again with a high temperature of 85 degrees with a lower chance of rain. High temperatures on Wednesday, 94 degrees. And that's the weather for today, September 9th, 2019. In sad news, an eight-year-old boy has died after an ATV accident and Temple Hills. According to Prince George's County Police, they did not respond to the original incident and were notified only by D.C. police later after the boy died at Children's Medical Center in the district. County police investigated and learned that the boy was riding an ATV in the 5,000 block of Janice Lane. The 15-year-old boy was driving the ATV and the 8-year-old boy was also on the vehicle. In other news around Maryland, this from Prince George's County, the oldest running Maryland fair was underway this past weekend, and the final day of the fair was on Sunday. Military members and immediate family got in for free. The fair was located at Showpace Arena on Pennsylvania Avenue in Upper Marlboro and featured crafts, local produce, food, and animals. Shortly after, ABC7 reported that the Prince George's County Fair would be canceled this year due to lack of funding. This is according to the county executive, Angela Also Brooks, who also attempted to fund the fair. The fair's president told Brad Bell from ABC7 that the fair association was denied $25,000 in county support and only had $3,000 in the bank. The fair went off without a hitch. And we're hoping for next year's fair. From Warwick, Maryland, the air inside Sun Med Growers' sprawling $10 million marijuana greenhouse was thick with the citrusy aroma of the freshly harvested lemon skunk. Outside, heavy machinery cleared land for about 30,000 additional plants. According to owner 
Jake Van Weidgarden. This is a tripling for medical marijuana. We're ready to double again if recreational comes along for the state of Maryland. Weingartner is also the former chair of the Maryland Wholesale Medical Cannabis Trade Association. After a rocky start, Maryland's medical cannabis industry is expanding and cultivators across the state are dramatically adding capacity to meet the needs of patients flooding the market and to potentially service recreational users in the near future. Industry analysts had predicted the market would grow to $60 million in sale by its third year, but by the end of the first year, in December, purveyors' gross sales surpassed $96 million for medical use in Maryland. The Maryland Highway Administration has removed several road signs for, quote, Negro Mountain over concerns about racial sensitivity in the name. Agency spokesperson Lara Rakowski confirmed to news outlets that four signs along Interstate 68 and U.S. Alternate Route 40 were removed in April. Rakowski told the Cumberland Time News Agency that they're working with the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History and Community Members going forward. Historian Lynn Bowman told the newspaper the origin of the mountain's name is unknown but some accounts refer to it as being named after a black man who died in a battle with Native Americans. Lynchings were also said to have taken place on that mountain. Mountain Ridge runs about 30 miles through the Allegheny Range and peaks in Pennsylvania. Tensions between the full-time residents of College Park and the students who rent homes next to them during the school year and sometimes host parties has existed for years, but now local officials are considering a new way to crack down. Next week, or this week, the city council will introduce an ordinance targeting, quote, unruly social gatherings. Modeled after a law already on the books in Towson, the other college town around the country, it's seeking to give the city new ways to new ways beyond the existing noise ordinance to crack down on parties that get out of hand. According to city manager Scott Summers, it does define an unruly social gathering as an event or an assemblage of four or more people. And Maryland officials, including Governor Larry Hogan, celebrated the laying of the first segment of rail for the Purple Line. The Purple Line will connect New Carrollton to Bethesda with 16 miles of east-west light rail over 21 stations. Maryland Transportation Secretary Pete Ron called the Purple Line a critical link in the region's transportation system, and Hogan said the line will integrate seamlessly with Metro, Mark Trains, and Amtrak to provide more transit options across the region. For Prince George's Community News, I'm Del Roden. And now for our big story of the day. Our very own David Smalls interviews Rob Berry, the technical director for the academic program at the Center for Performing Arts. Stay tuned. This is David Smalls for PGC Radio. I'm here to interview Mr. Rob Berry. Uh, I'm going to discuss the uh, Center for the Performing Arts building with him. Um, We're excited to have him in here. Uh, So thank you for coming to do the interview, Mr. Rob. You're very welcome. All right, all right. So what do you do for the college, sir? (laughs) Well, I am 
the technical director for the academic program. Um, and in doing that, I am now kind of in charge of the equipment for all of the academic pieces. I helped design parts of the theaters in the new space. Um, I am currently acting as the operations person in charge of all the equipment, so we're getting in lots of uh, lighting equipment and things like that, and I, ha I, get, the nice, I get to open the presents and uh, pull them out. But there are a lot of presents to open. But so that's pretty much what I do, and I'm a full-time professor, really. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, how long have you been in the, at the college? Five years. Okay. Wow. So I literally got in at the ground floor just as they started to work on this project. That was going to lead me to my next question. <laughs> I was just going to ask you: uh, Can you take me through the process of the new Center for the Perform for Performing Arts uh, building? So there are some aspects that are opaque to me that I don't really know. But um, the, uh, the, it started with the college really wanting to expand our ability to support the community with arts, with the arts. So th there's a lot of paperwork that goes in before that. There are bubble diagrams and all these kind of strange things that don't actually mean anything to real people in the real world. <laughs> um, but ultimately what happens is the college hired an architect company architectural company to come in and to start the actual design of the nuts and bolts and all the little pieces of, of all that, that giant building. Um, from that point on, it was really a matter of refining until we got to a point where we were ready to engage a contractor to come in and build the thing. Um, it, was, it, it was very educational for me. Uh, my father used to work in construction, but he was an electrician and he kind of stayed in his lane. Um, so I've never really been through this kind of process before. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, so what are you most excited about uh, regarding C the CPA? What do you think is so exciting about the new building? Oh, my goodness. I don't think you have enough time. <laughs> Maybe not even enough memory on the computer. Um, so I think the most exciting part of, about this is the ability for us to really, in a meaningful way, in the arts interact with our community. And yes, we're here for the college because we are of the college, but really there's no place for the community to go to experience the things that we're going to be doing or even engage in doing things in that building. Uh, it's a big, wonderful, very frightening machine that we've built and uh, we want to invite the, the entire community to come in to experience it with us. Okay. Uh, next question. Were you here when it was Queen Anne Hall? Yes, I was. And she was very tired and a little old, right? Much like I am. Um, but uh, so Queen Anne Hall is still there. It's still in that building. We This is a renovation and an and a addition. So what happened is Queen Anne is in the middle of that building. You can still see the brown brick on the outside. The theater itself was just updated. It wasn't really changed that much. But um, the rest of it around it is 21st century everything. And technologically, it's an amazing space where you can move signal from any one theater or one performance space to anywhere else, including outside. So, it, it, you know, we have um, three, three theaters we have a television broadcast studio. We have a radio station with two broadcast areas. Um, in addition to 
all the labs that are needed. We have a new dance program that's coming in that has never been here before. So honestly, I think that what we are finding is the community is very excited about this and the word has gotten out and people are already trying to find out ways and what we're going to do and how they're going to get in and all that other stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what, why, why is it no longer called Queen Anne Hall? You know, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, Arts buildings oftentimes need sponsors. So what has happened is it was changed. Like the Hallam Theater is no longer the Hallam Theater. It's the Grand Theater. And those things are changed for sponsorship. So if there's a name on it, it's like renaming a ship. You don't really want to do that because it will always be known as that other thing. Uh, we know we know like uh, professional football stadiums always have a name or two, right? And right. the Redskins, for instance, have changed sponsors a couple, three times since I've been here. So that that is kind of the reason they kind of get of a more generic name to allow. Um, it to be branded in the fashion that so that we get what we need out of it as far as sponsorships concerned. Yeah. Okay. So you feel pretty good about the name change? I don't know, man. I kind of like you know the the history of the Hallam and uh, the 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 theater was actually named after the first touring company in the United States. Okay. In theater, theater touring company. So way back in the way back machine, but um, yeah, I, I think it's okay. Um, I don't like generic names on, on theaters because I feel like they're ships in some ways, you know, and you fall in love with the name because that's what you do, you know. Mm. All right. So speaking of theater, mm-hmm. um, what could you tell us about theater? What, what what draws you to theater? And then can you talk about the technical theater program? Okay. So I have a BFA in acting. So I started out as an actor and I have an MFA in scenography, which is all the technical design aspects the thing about theater that I really enjoy, the thing that it, it makes it not die, every time people say theater is dead, it always comes back, right? And the reason is, is the difference between live performance, the theater, and a movie. And what happens is in a movie, we're watching a movie by ourselves. Even if we're with a date or with our family, we're always by ourselves in that little bubble. But theater is really there. There are actual living, breathing people there. And you'll find it's really interesting because some people who haven't been to theater will react to a play as if it's a movie, you know, that kind of talkback stuff. And all of a sudden the audience actually kind of gets into this idea that those people are doing something important. You know, even the human body changes. There's, you know, we are vulnerable on stage. And it brings it and creates a community, even for a brief moment. That creation of community really sparks this idea that that strangers can talk to each other at intermission. That's the whole thing. That's why you go out at intermission, you get your drink, and you hang out and you talk about what's going on. And it's automatic community is what's really important about theater. Okay. So what what would people expect and learn in some aspects of the technical theater program. Um, so, like, what courses do you teach? Yeah, that's that's it's a long list. So, I tell you what, I'll give you the abbreviated version. Right. Um, we do everything from wood carpentry and welding to programming signal. We we do some of what you do. <laughs> um, we work with cameras and projectors. We we're into projection mapping. 
um, which what you do is you take a projector and a camera that that maps the room in three dimensions, and then you can project things onto objects. So you could have faces that are that are talking and. The, the whole Disney experience, if you've been to the Haunted Mansion in Disney, the, you know, you'll see the candle flames with the little faces talking. We can do that now in theater easily, and it's less expensive than it's ever been. Um, so we do lighting, sound, construction, right? Um, we are actually, this our, this facility is also a roadhouse, so we have touring groups coming in. As a matter of fact, um, one of the first things we're doing in October is in the new Prasini March Theater, which is our primary academic theater, we're actually having a company come in and tech their road show of the color purple, which is really nice, right? Um, it's not a, it's, they can't do it for as a road show for us because that, that building is too small. The, it's only 300 seats. But they're going to come in, and, and it's really nice because they're going to actually at some point give us a couple of preview performances, so we'll be able to actually watch the preview before it goes out on the road. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. But uh, my students get to shadow all those professionals that are working. So everything from audio production to lighting and sound, and lighting and automation and all those things are part of that program that we have. It's really not focused in one area. It's focused everywhere. That's awesome. Uh, so what is your favorite course to teach? Uh, <laughs> it depends on the day, but I'm really... I like teaching the design classes. I, I, I find that's where I really, really excel as, because I'm more of an artist than a technician. However, I really love all the new gadgets, you know, and I'm that guy who wants to push all those buttons, whether they're, you're supposed to or not. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Uh, what is your least favorite course to teach? Math. No, I'm just joking. Um, uh, I don't know that I have a least. Honestly, that's not a question that I would even consider. I don't. I love it all, really. Honestly, um, I know it sounds corny and stuff, but I do this because I love it. I'm not a professor because I'm making millions of dollars being a professor. Let's be honest, right? And I teach courses because I like my students, and I have. We have really, 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 really good students here who want to be here because most of them are paying for it themselves, and those students deserve that kind of respect. And so I just love teaching. I teach everything from an introductory theater class to to uh, moving scenery and computer control. And there is not a class that I won't teach. As a matter of fact, sometimes those those what they call the guts classes, you know, the first level classes, the intro to theaters and stuff, I love teaching those because I teach people who aren't theater people. Theater people can be taxing sometimes. But <laughs> loving, but taxing. Yeah. So yeah, there's not a class that I don't really like to teach. Okay. Well, because you do what you do because you love it, and pretty much a lot of the majority of the people in the arts do that for the same reason. But because you love it, what do you think some of the biggest challenges may be to teaching it? So we have, in the last, I guess, decades or so in this country. We have started to devalue arts in favor of English, which is very important. Don't get me wrong. Languages are important, and math. There is nothing that I don't do that isn't STEM. Right? Everything from rigging to electrics to working. Uh, I use physics in the scene shop all, and material technology and all those things. There's not a thing that we don't do in the theater that isn't done by everyone else. 
So in the artistic pursuit, especially on my side, it's a STEM it's a STEM degree. It should be labeled a STEM degree probably too because I teach calculus to students who haven't had developmental math. And and it's a matter of of how you in, how you get into that stuff to you have to what you have to do is you have to prove to people that they're not stupid many times um because you get beat down sometimes in high school, right? Um and that's exactly the opposite of what we do here. So, yeah. All right. So, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges of moving into the CPA? <laughs> there, <laughs> um, so it's a construction project, and like many projects, it kind of falls behind at times. Um, we are getting to the crunch time where the equipment all has to be in and tested and accepted so that we can get going. And we have, just in theater alone, we have something like, like 500 lighting instruments for the entire facility and we have dance so our dance we have a dance performance space so we have that as a performance space we have entertainment technology which which is has everything a theater has in it so that when the theaters are being used my students can actually keep working so we have everything plus those big three theaters and any one of those any one of the two big theaters has about maybe about um, 350 lighting instruments and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's a full of technology, and we're not using the old. The, we don't use incandescents in this building at all. It's all LED, so our students are actually learning not only how to light light, but how to work with LED technology, which is where everything is going. That's correct. Uh, so, what exactly does a technical director do? <laughs> all right, um, as a technical director, um, I am responsible for the construction. And of the show, and how it's constructed. I'm not the designer. If I'm if I'm just a technical director in this case, I take the designs and I look at them and I and I pull them apart and figure out how to build them and construct them so they will work in the fashion that they're supposed to work for the show. Um, uh, mostly, a lot of what I do as a as a professor is I'm really kind of hands on teaching my students how to do it. But as a professional technical director, I would I would create plates working plates that I would give to carpenters and welders and electricians and all that other stuff and organize that. Okay, so I was just about to ask you how you would integrate that work with teaching. <laughs> yeah, so so I want any any kind of show or anything our students do. So if it is an academic program piece, our students do all of it. As much of it, and I set off as much as I can from from actually doing that. We ready? Yeah. All right. Um, so, the, yeah. So as far as that's concerned, it's just I'm really hands on. But what I like to do is give the students the ability to fail at a project. We learn more by absolutely by by making a mistake, right? We push the wrong buttons, cut the wrong size piece of lumber, those kind of things. When it comes to safety, I'm not that way, obviously. So rigging becomes very, very important to get the math right before you get anywhere else because rigging is a dangerous thing. It's anything hanging above the floor, right? So we, I'm, I'm really concerned about safety always, but I want my students to explore enough to know when they make a mistake how to fix it. I'm not really a big... I'm not a 
I'm not really a big person on, oh, you made a mistake, you failed this entire course because Lord knows I've made my mistakes. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm, I'm, I believe in my heart that if, the more mistakes you make, the better you're going to be at your craft because that also means you're persevering against things that aren't easy. That's a very excellent point. I'm a musician, so believe me, the mistakes happen. Yes, they do. (laughs) But you have to keep going. Wow, that was such a great interview with Mr. Rob Berry. Insomuch that David could not let him leave without first indulging in some rapid-fire fun. All right, so uh, which venue offers the most audience seating in Prince George's County? Is it the Center for Performing Arts? Is it Clar- the Clary Smith Performing Arts Center? Or is it Joe's Movement Emporium Studio for Dance? It's the Clary Smith with their giant recital hall. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, next question. What is the oldest theater space in Prince George's County? Is it the only theater? Is it the Bowie Community Theater? Or is it the newly renovated and named Grand Theater in the Center for the Performing Arts? Ooh, I don't know the answer to this question. I guess I would say only. It is actually the newly renovated and named Grand Theater in the Center for the Performing Arts. That's fantastic. I did not know that. That's awesome. That's really cool. All right. Uh, Which Prince George's High School boasts the largest dance program? Is it Charles Flowers High School? Is it Largo High School? Or the Tacoma Park School for Performing Arts. Oh, I thought it was Flowers, but I could be wrong. It's Largo. Is Largo it Largo High School? Right really? across, right across the street. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the, you, you see, I've only been here for about ten years. I oh yeah. All these things. It's all right. It's rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me. You're batting at the hundred. Keep, keep. Yeah, I'm right. batting at hundred. Thanks. <laughs> the Center for the Performing Arts has been given a special honor, representing a major purchase made by the mm-hmm. college. Which of the following represents that honor? Uh, Steinway Educational Facility, Apple Mac Building Designation, or an Audacity Audio Editing Space? That's interesting because I think I know for a fact Steinway is one of the things, but I really think it's both, all three of those things. You hit it with Steinway. Yeah. Steinway. Okay. So that. Yeah. It, we are actually working on the getting the Audacity stuff, the audio stuff done. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, and one more question. Who amongst the following is a real Prince Georgian? Is it Kathy Lee Gifford, Sergey Brin, or Goldie Hawn? I think it is Kathy Lee, isn't it? It is Kathy Lee Gifford, it is Sergey Brin, and it is Goldie Hawn. See, you're just doing that to, <laughs> to, 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 to I'm just a jumped up hillbilly. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> you have done quite well, sir. Believe me, you answered more correctly than I did initially. So that's that's great. So, 